a Shishkin Productions podcast. Well, I can't speak for you. I don't want to put you under the bus, so to speak. But for me, I have to throw you under the bus. Don't, <laughs> but don't place put you, me. I don't want to gently place kindly. you under a moving bus. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Sizzlers? Welcome. We're back. What up? What up? What up? What up? We're on episode number 45. Can you believe it? We've made 45 of these. I'm glad you're keeping count because... I'm hardly keeping count. It's just in the file name. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that one episode where I thought we were on like 30 the whole time and we were on 29. I think it was 40. 40, 39. We were over like the that. hill and then we had one more week. One, one more left in us. Um, Welcome back, everyone. We're back at it again. Look, I'm just going to just gonna clear the air here. I said... That we were going to have a special guest. <laughs> we don't have a special guest this week. You keep doing this to he's us. He's coming next week, I think. Okay. We just, I don't feel right bringing him into the studio when it's not set up completely yet. You yeah, know I mean? he's kind of a big deal too. So. He's a big deal. He's a cool guy. I think he might play, play some music for us, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> we can ask him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do you think is special? Because I don't think we think it's the same oh, special damn. guest. Damn. But, that, uh, that means we have multiple special guests for you guys coming up. A lot of, you're like, going to love it. I cannot think of anyone who would play music. We'll have to talk about that afterwards. I don't know who you're, who you're referencing. Okay. Um, guys, we're, we're here. We're in the stew. The, we are. The stew is developing nicely. It's pretty great. Uh, Bill Waters has been in. He's been setting up the studio, soundproofing it, and just, uh, you know, wiring it up, making sure it's a, a nice podcast studio. It sounds great in here. Yeah, Dave Krugman, Krugman I should say, recorded his uh, podcast in here this week. The All Ships podcast. Go he check returned, it out. He returned from his uh, his vacation to the French Riviera. Wow. Or, or wherever the hell he was. I, I feel like he was all over the place. Just looking at his Instagram, it seemed like he was in multiple places. I could be wrong. <laughs> I just remember talking to him on the phone and being like, dude, where have you been? And he was like... Oh, I, I went to Italy and we drove through the south of France or something like that. I was like, he's so bougie. Man. Um, but hey, whatever. Lucky him. I want to be bougie. I know. I want to drive through the south of France. I hope they drive on the right side of the road or else I'll be I'll be screwed. I want a driver to drive me. Um, we also had uh, had our boy Tommy in. Shout out. To, big shout out to Tommy. Big shout out to Kevin because... They've been doing a lot of work, and Will. They've all been doing a lot of work helping get the studio together. Tommy was installing a bunch of shelves and um, various other things. He put the sign up for us. I mean, the sign is up. The sign looks awesome. Uh, it, it's into the brick right outside of, of our windows, like facing the little courtyard. So, you know, anyone who's dining at Carthage must be destroyed. The, yeah. the restaurant right by us, they get to see, hey, this is Shishkin Productions. And they don't even know because it's just an S in a circle. Yeah, it's, well. It's a secret sign. It, yeah, like Chris like Chris just said, if you're in uh, Brooklyn, if you're specifically in the East Williamsburg or Bushwick area, and you end up at the restaurant called Carthage Must Be Destroyed, look for our sign. Go take a picture with it. Tag us on Instagram. I believe it's Sizzle Real Gang. It's a, it's a very Instagrammable. It's a pretty uh, Instagrammable spot. Yeah. Plus, maybe there's, you know, there's some picnic tables in the courtyard. Maybe we're going to have our own picnic table. We were thinking about getting our own picnic table and uh, painting it uh, the pink color that we use. We call it proletariat pink. Yep. We were going to paint the table pink and put it right there and have a, you know, that way we get our little lunch break spot too. So we don't have to just eat at our desks, you know, you can exactly. go outside and eat out there. I don't know. If you're around, come say hi. You know, if you see the sign, come knock on the window, bug Chris, you know, disturb him. He's, he's so busy at work. <laughs> yeah, so he's busy. got a lot of shit going on today. Yeah, yeah. I really don't like being derailed either. 
It's uh, you know, I just have trouble concentrating. Well, you know, you you're actually into the into the thick of it now with the. Uh, this versus thing you're you're actually writing football finally i am been waiting to write football since this started yeah i do feel like you've been asking me for three months now what do you got going on this week and i'm just saying oh just just versus still mls stuff still i've really just slow it's been slow i mean it it, not even slow we just haven't had like a lot of new things it's just been you know the contracts we set up earlier in the year and yeah, so we're moving. The NBA season's over. I lost hundred dollars to Alexi because right. the Brooklyn Nets did not make it to the finals. Yep. Uh, uh, one lucky listener out there still owes me a hundred bucks. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he ever paid me. Wow. Does that lucky listener gonna... have a podcast on our on our network? <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> That's kind of narrows it down. Well, I didn't want to like call him out like that because I he like I was just thinking, man, I got to ask him because he may have paid me and I may have just forgot. See, that's but, that's why we had uh, like a, an arbiter, an arbiter. We had Ben be the arbiter for us. He was there when we shook hands on the bet and I refused to pay Alexi until Ben was present. He was mad because he didn't get his money for like, you know, three or four extra weeks afterwards. But, you know, now I don't have any sort of weird situation where he's like, pay me my money. Yeah, the oh, new, I already did. The new NBA season basically started by the time I got my fucking money. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, I should have put interest on that. Um, no, no, no. What? That's absurd. That's absurd. That I should have put interest in that. No, we're not signing contracts. Um, but yeah. So anyway, NBA season ended. NFL season actually kicks off tonight. Night of the record, technically the record. four days ago, whatever. But it's a, it's a Hall of Fame game between the Steelers and the Cowboys. Who cares? It's preseason. Yeah. But perfect time to start doing versus for the NFL. That's right. And the first one, can I say mm, it? I can't say it. I don't know. We, ha- we haven't. I don't know. We haven't. We, it's not 100%. Yeah, we don't know what's exactly going to happen. Let's just say it's two football players. <laughs> it's two football players. One of them currently playing, one of them no longer playing. That's right. It's almost like the format of the series or something. <laughs> I am um, filling time. I'm I'm excited because it means I don't have to work on these cuz I literally know nothing about football. I could write I could write the part about the older players probably, but I cannot I literally don't know. Haven't even seen a single second of the current players i don't know anyone. i mean i I, know Tom I did a bunch of those the nba ones having never seen some of those guys play it's, you know you do your research you yeah. watch them yeah it's just so much easier when you know them. You it know is I mean? it is because you, you have like you know but i don't want to say biases you you just already you're have an idea of, of where you're going you don't yeah, have you, to research it the same you way. already have like a take once exactly. you hear it, you're like oh here's here's this person's better and here's why yeah that's um, why i'm excited to do nfl because this is one of the first ones where i'm like oh i i can actually compare these two players pretty well yeah um i'm glad we dodged the baseball bullet because uh, i don't know shit about baseball joe nana would have had to write that and he was not look feeling thrilled about it when i called him oh either. really yeah he was like uh i can do football he's like i don't know that much about baseball and i was like well good good thing we didn't do that all right um chris before we get into this uh you want to remind them of the, of the cold line and all that? Yeah, so call us. People have actually been calling us lately. It's nice. 332-333-4361. That is the Sizzle Reel cold line. It's going to go straight to voicemail. You can do a character. You can give us a, a prompt, you know, an editing question that you're interested in or just any sort of media at all. Uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at Sizzle Reel Gang. We have a Gmail, sizzlerealgang at gmail.com. And we are still on TikTok, Shishkin Productions. There's edit tips. We actually, we haven't recorded any new ones in this office yet, which we've been in for about two months. But because we're finally, we're like 90% set up, yep. we can kind of, now we can film without having 
a, a bunch, bunch of garbage crap, and yeah. trash everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So we, we've been kind of, you know, in, in flux because of construction and we didn't want to hang stuff. We wanted it professionally done. And yeah. so we, we finally, the floors are clean. Things are on the walls. We're starting to get organized. What Kevin ran wires, you know, like yep. we're, we're all hooked up. So now everything's out of the way. We can film some of these. Yeah. I think the next step is like, the, well, the last step really is to get things painted. And I think yeah. once we get the, the back, the backdrop here, or the wall painted, then I'll be like, all right, cool. Now we can film stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, right now it's just like a white cube. So, so were you thinking about filming those in the podcast room or just in, in the rest of the office? I was kind of thinking about using this room, but okay. the rest of the office would work too, as long as we like film it at, at an angle or something like that. I yeah. think it could work. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I would say maybe like camera at the door and you're kind of where, where the table would That's be. What we'll I was have to thinking. move stuff around. Yeah. We'll have the, the nice backsplash. Either that or I can get, I can like stand in front of my desk at an angle because it's part of a brick wall and now there's stuff behind me so oh yeah you, you, you'll have your hippo diploma by that a, by then. yeah i own a hippopotamus so i have my ownership uh like certificate i guess that i'm yep. gonna frame and hang up yep and uh right above the tony soprano with the horse so it's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty bizarre Damn. but uh it'll be good i need some stuff for my corner um well you have that ninja turtle you're gonna have a lot of I plants do, i do pretty good um, right. So, uh, three, three, two, three, 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 four, three, six, one. That's right. So it's real cold you line can call in that cold line. And, uh, we actually had a caller uh, just recently. That's awesome. And, uh, I'd never met this person, but they called in. Here we go. Hey, uh, this is, uh, Joey Spumoni and I want to just call you all to tell you about my restaurant. Yeah. I got an Italian place, but, uh, we don't do typical Italian things. We got, we do eggs, you know, you know, the scramble over easy fried egg, and we do poached eggs. No lasagna. Other guys, they do lasagna. Us, we do eggs. All right. That's all. Goodbye. All right. Joey Spumoni <laughs> calling in with the Italian egg restaurant. That sounds awesome, to be honest. Does I, lo- I love eggs. Would you pay money for an egg? Like if you go to a restaurant and you pay money for an egg, you're the, you're a sucker. Dude, your lunch today, you paid money for an egg. <laughs> I'm a sucker. But the reason I paid money for an egg is because it's a decent lunch. Um, it, was eight, it was eight bucks. I'll pay eight bucks. But you know what? They'll do that at brunch all the time. They'll be like, oh, yeah, it's two eggs and like a biscuit and it costs like 16 bucks and you're like who the hell would pay 16 bucks for two eggs you know what i'm saying yeah i'm a big fan of eggs as like an ancillary part of the meal or like maybe it's a topping on a burger or something i love a good egg on a burger egg on a, egg on a sandwich is a classic egg on a sandwich. Sure, which is why i had egg in my sandwich but whatever you know yeah. i haven't seen that fried egg around the office lately that fried egg has disappeared because it used to live on the calendar damn um but yeah joey spumoni shout out um you know maybe call us back and uh we want to know how your restaurant's doing we want to know h- how you survive you know with a restaurant that only does four eggs i want to know if i can get like a free sample a little egg sample that'd be pretty good i don't uh, yeah i don't i don't know who the joey spumoni person is but what? they called it they should you know they, they joey said that they don't do lasagna they should do an egg lasagna they should do an egg noodle dish Oh, I like love a, egg like noodles. do a lasagna that's egg noodles. Hot dog noodle bake. Hot dog noodle bake, a classic recipe. That's egg noodles. That's Chris's hot mom. Dogs. That's Chris's yeah. mom's recipe. It's yeah, Chris, it's I'm, not your mom. It's your I'm, mom's recipe. I'm white trash. If you I, can't tell, the hot dog noodle bake is a delicious, delicious meal. Oh, it's mayonnaise and brown sugar. Hot Don't dogs. Don't give it all away. Oh, Subscribe yeah. on the Patreon. You can get the full recipe for hot dog noodle bake. That's 
Facts. Five dollars, you can get that recipe. That's that's it. We're actually unveiling it next month. We're filming the how to make hot dog noodle bake video in a couple weeks. For twenty dollars, maybe I'll make it for you. Who that's knows? Right. He'll show up with the hot dog noodle bake at the door. Um, Chris, uh, look, it, it's it, it's no lie. Okay, it's been slow. It has. It's been a slow couple weeks. Yeah, we're I bleeding know. money. The business is is collapsing before our very eyes. Yeah, it's it's quite a bummer. We spent all this money on this podcast studio and this new office, and I think we're going under already. That's it. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that bad, but uh, it does suck when you are like you know. I, it's the same for for freelancers, right? Like, it sucks when you are running your own thing and then you have the dead periods. Everyone has it, those yeah, fucking dead. Periods, it always happens, and like sometimes. They're, you're dead for a week and then you're back. Other times you can be dead for like two months and then you're just scrambling and you're like, please, anything, anything, anything. Yeah, I feel like we haven't been that dead. It just hasn't been as consistent. Like there was a while there where we were just like slammed all the time. We always had something to do and we always had multiple people in and working. And recently, I don't know. There's like one or two small projects a week that pop up, but they're not they're not long term things that we can bank on for a while and be like, okay, cool, we're set for this month or you know the next couple months. It's always it's like a week week by week thing right now. We also, I mean, we had something that almost popped up last week. It was like a uh, some sort of cooking show. Oh, that's right. Then the budget disappeared overnight, basically. People be not having budgets. They yeah. don't want to. They don't want to pay. It was a huge bummer. It like the budget literally went from like it, what it, three thousand or five thousand to one thousand per yeah like per and for for a ten minute episode. And it's, it's like insane. Uh, am I insane. an eighteen year old like just out of high school? Come it on, it doesn't even matter how old you are. Like it's it's like it, well, I mean, it, I guess it does experience and shit, but. Come on, man. Come on. Like you want a 10 minute and it, we, it wasn't even just like straight to camera. Yeah. Like it was like m- multiple angles, a bunch of slow-mo B-roll yeah. dishes and stuff. And it's like ton, tons of effects and like and a actual- ton. And it also like had mad views. And it yeah. was like a really popular YouTuber. Yeah. And it was it had just like, like 2 million views. 2 million views. Yeah. And it was just like, really? That's the budget? I don't think so. Like, yeah. I, someone's I, cheaping I, out somewhere. Yeah. And that's whack. And you know. Who's to blame, right? Like no one knows. I, I personally, uh, probably the YouTuber, honestly. Probably, yeah, probably the client, but also at the same time, it just sucks because if they got to that level, paying those types of rates, then part of the blame goes on people taking the jobs real cheap and yeah. driving down the rate overall. It's yeah, like, you got to know your worth. But then again, maybe they were in a slow period and they were like, "Fuck it, I just need money right now." That's so. facts. I YouTube's weird for me. Like for this industry, like when I say YouTube, I especially mean like vloggers and just like DIY people and and, and streamers. Where I don't know. I think this younger generation has like really latched on to that, and they do those jobs for way cheaper, and yeah. it's kind of kind of warped the market a little bit. Because like on the one hand, YouTube's great because a lot of our stuff ends up on YouTube. It's yeah. a it's a big piece of the market right now, but it also drives down prices so much that it's like, damn, well, I want that corporate shit because it pays yeah. better. And it's I don't know, it feels more real, you know, when it's branded like that. It's it's well, yeah, definitely. Um, I guess it plays like like it's more important in you know, out of context, right? Yeah. So like in reels and stuff, Yeah, it seems like it's a big deal. It's, oh, you worked as a client. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Then you actually watch the video and like, it, it's just an internal video that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, cool. You, yeah. Can, you can take their logo and put it in your reel. That's dope. 
but the product itself wasn't that cool. And then like the flip side is the stuff that was really fun to do and looks like, you know, looks cool. It doesn't have a big name attached to it sometimes. Yeah. And then, you know, you can, what, especially in an editing reel, what are you going to do? You're going to, you can't like show it. You, you know, it's about the editing. It's not about. Yeah. That's, I mean, I kind of had to make a decision like that with my reel, not this most recent one, but last year I did some stuff like internal videos for Anheuser-Busch and like there was some cool shots in there because I was literally pulling videos from commercials that they, that they had shot right. and basically it was like a little internal hype piece. So it was it was a cool piece. I remember that. Like I, I that. thought it was pretty decent for what it was. It was a it was technically a uh, a case study video, right? Or something like that. Yeah, where it basic. was like hey, here's all the cool shit we did over the last eight yep. months and here's how it impacted your business and then they were going to show that to the client and go see this is why we're your go-to agency. That's why you need to stick with us. Yeah. And so you edited that for an outside agency. Yep. And so you got to use all of the footage, all of the commercials and all that. Yeah. So it looked great. But then it, it was also like, is it disingenuous? Like, because it looks like I was editing commercials for them that aired on on television when yeah. that was not the case. I was just putting it together internally. Yeah. That's uh. Yeah. That's always that 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 is particularly like a sketchy scenario. But I mean, in my defense though, the client was Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, like, that's no doubt. That's no doubt. It's it 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 becomes weird cuz it's like for me personally, my take on that is yes, you can use it. Yeah. Just don't say you edited a commercial spot if they if you if they ask what you did or if yeah. you have a place to put what you did, you need to write that it's a case study video. Sure. But um if you yeah, if you worked with the footage and you edited that footage, then yeah, sure you can use it, right? I don't know. That was my my thought. Well, yeah, and and on the flip side, I did end up putting verses for the game day in my reel, which like it's not a big name brand or anything. Probably no one no one really knows what it is because it's yeah. an it's an upstart. Yeah. But I think that the actual editing of that and the motion graphics in it were they were pretty good. So it made it in the reel and Hanizer Bush didn't. True. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it comes down to like what what fits best and what makes the piece like cohesive. You know, the piece being your real. Yeah, know, yeah. A, a real is not necessarily like a piece of work or whatever. But I don't know. I think ours were like we yeah. we definitely try to tell stories with them. Like we cut them with motivation. It wasn't just a sizzle reel of like all the shit we did. It was it was motivated. Yeah, I mean they're 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 motivated and stylized. They're they're pretty cool. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully they're going to get us some work. Maybe I should redo the reel. I don't know. You think so? I mean, I, I, mean, I like it. I think I think it works think for what good. it is. But it's just when it gets slow, I'm like, oh, uh, what, what do I do? Redo the reel? Like, who the fuck knows? I think I think it's only been like a year. Also, the other thing is maybe when you say redo the reel, maybe you just swap a couple pieces out with, with updated stuff. Because I, I, I just really think that it's good enough as it is. Yeah. And we don't need to I, I did it. rewatch it and one thing that i noticed was that there was a lot of food and i was like man yeah I, and i'm talking about my my personal one i guess yeah there was a ton of food and i was like man i haven't worked on food in like a year at this point so i, I might switch it no one really knows no one really yeah knows. but i mean that's that's just like the up and down the dry spells that we were just talking about is there the food stuff hasn't really come around we we've actually had two different food projects just in the last month that we almost did and then just didn't you know things fell through so i don't think it's things fall apart things fall apart you know represent yep um <laughs> that's a deep cut for the lit nerds out there uh yeah so 
I got derailed. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, the food stuff might come back. Yeah, the, the food stuff might come back. And like, we do want to keep doing food stuff. So why why get rid of it? I mean, my my reel is actually pretty food heavy right at, right off the top. And I've only done like, I do like two or three food projects a year. It, it really isn't like a big piece of, of my work. But I, you know, I do them. So I want that diversity represented in my reel like just because i haven't done it this year another thing i was thinking was maybe the reason it also feels slow is because we've we're in a space now where we have more um kind of resources we have like more computers we have more you know spots available that when they're when they're sitting there empty it feels like we're losing money it does (laughs) and so i mean maybe that's why it's concerning because it's it's not like the rent is that much higher. Nothing's really that different. It's just that now when I it used to be when I come in, we would see we would see one open computer. Right. Yeah. And we would go, OK, well, maybe we're going to have someone in like next like, you know, the next day or whatever. Now, when we come in, we see three open computers. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, we need to fucking fill these spaces in. Um, so I mean, that's part of it's it. It's going to come with time, I guess. Yeah. You know, we just expanded. So, yeah. So, so yeah, we just expanded. So we haven't been reaching out as much. We haven't been taking on extra work because we literally just got these new computers. Like we just set them up two weeks ago. And yeah, one of them still not even on the server yet. Cause exactly. we're still finishing wiring. We're, we're just such, we're in such a limbo that we don't want to overextend ourselves. And then, you know, September, we both have some time off. Yep. I think I think we need to really like hone in on October and like get yeah. it like the, start getting some episode 45 of the sizzle reel the first half excuses is what this is called this is excuses. all excuses this yeah. is why yeah. why we're bleeding money um before we go to break I just want to touch on a couple of like uh you know big picture things that were happening sure uh Scarlett Johansson sued Disney I know that happened like weeks ago yeah that's fucking tight I yeah, I'm all for that because yes, hundred percent. I mean, fuck Disney, fuck the mouse. Yeah, that, dude, fuck all of those, all of those it's conglomerates. Su- it's such bullshit, man. Like, I mean, obviously, it's millionaires versus billionaires, but I'm still gonna side with the, the smaller one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, come on, like <laughs> that's at least attainable. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, pay your people. Like, she's Scarlett Johansson. She's such a big name. It's not like the Marvel movies made her. She was a thing 20 years ago. Come on. It's just annoying because like, it, well, what's cool about it, there's a, there's a newsletter from a place called Puck News. It's not hockey. It's a industry newsletter. Yeah. And I get it every week. And uh, they talked about this and the guy was basically saying, you know, this is like, this is landmark shit because right now we're seeing such a change in the industry and movies are kind of changing their whole model and their revenue model is going to streaming now. Yep. And so he's like, this is establishing precedent. So like, it's big that this is happening because basically, you know, they used to do the deals where they would have a guaranteed amount of, of box office or something like that. Yep. But now instead of doing like theatrical releases, they're going straight to streaming. And instead of like, you, uh, it was something way more nuanced than what I'm about to say. But instead of like it being judged on money, they use the streaming networks to generate more users and those users drive up stock prices. And that's where they see monetary oh, gains and capital gains and stuff like that. But um, it, at the end of the day, like the, the part that was fucked up to me was that <laughs> like they went and they filed the suit and then Disney came out and were like, they just like reveal. They were just like, 
Well, she made 20 million. That's enough. And she's being callous and not worried about how our business was impacted with COVID. It's like, all right, first of all, like, let's not play that game. Like you guys were not hurt by COVID. You're fucking Disney. Yeah. Their their stock has gone up since COVID started. Come on. And then also to just like call out the, the actor and say, oh, well, you made 20 million. That should be enough. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You agreed on right? a price. You signed the fucking contract. Yeah. Honor it. Yeah. And it's it's fucked up. We're going to see where it goes. I don't know. I don't really have anything much to say about it, except that I'm siding with Scarlett Johansson and, and her lawyer. The guy's name how is it Matt Lord or something like that. I don't know. I don't know his name, but siding with them. hundred um, percent. Fuck Disney. Yeah. I mean, I don't even need all the facts. Fuck Disney. <laughs> um. And then in terms of other things that happened, didn't you say you had something? Yeah, I mean, speaking of streaming, uh, the the South Park creators. Oh, that's what yeah, it was. They just signed a $900 million deal with Viacom CBS uh, to release 14 South Park movies over the next seven years on Paramount+. Plus. Now, I don't know exactly, like, you, you know, South Park has been doing these specials for a while. Like they had the uh, the Imagination Land special or or the COVID the pandemic special. You know, right. like they've been they've been banking on that for a while. So I don't know if it's going to be more of that same style or if it's going to be like you know different following different characters within the universe. I on it like the possibilities I, are endless. Exactly. I don't know what you know what the details are there but you said the movies are going to be on paramount plus yeah exclusively exclusively on so this is like this is what i was talking about this is one of those plays where like they sign this long ass deal and the goal is like okay let's drive up our user base and hopefully that'll that'll make our stock go up and it's it's like a long play it's it is. It's not about and it's, it's not about the actual metrics of the thing or how it does they don't care if it's good they don't care if it even like there's the, the way that you judge, I think, whether it made money is how many subscribers you gained during that piece's release. Right. Yeah. Well, and it, Disney Plus did something like kind of identical when they they signed The Simpsons like they have yeah. all The Simpsons and that worked on me. That's that Same was here. a big reason that I got Disney Plus. Literally the only reason. Exactly. And I mean, now Paramount Plus, I had no intention of, of signing up for it all, but this kind of pushes me that way, you know, depending yeah. on the pricing model and whatever bundles there are. I love South Park. I literally like will just turn on Comedy Central and have it on in the background when I'm like cooking or whatever. And I just want background noise because it, it's something that I grew up with. You know, I I, I think it's funny and I want to see what they do with with this kind of money and this kind of freedom. I just hate the exclusivity bullshit when it comes to Dude. like films. It's so yeah. annoying. It's like, man, e- I know it's going to sound like some curmudgeonly old shit, but it's like, dude, whatever happened to being able to go to the theater and watch the fucking movie, no matter where you are, like you knew that, okay, this movie is going to cost me 15 bucks, whatever. I'm going to go and enjoy it. Now it's like, okay, cool. So I got to sign up for, for Paramount plus to watch this, for Disney to watch this, for Netflix, for that one, HBO for this one, Showtime for this one, Peacock for that one. It's like, dude, I don't, I don't want to be spending like 80 or to a hundred dollars a month 
just to watch a movie. Like it's fucking crazy. Well, I don't know. And it's not I mean, even everyone's everyone. This I'm beating a dead horse. Yeah, I know. But like we work in the media space and we need shit to talk yeah. about. But I mean, <laughs> facts. <laughs> the other, I mean, you were saying not even just movies. You were talking earlier today how you were trying to watch the Olympics or something. Yeah. And it was on. It was only on Peacock Plus or like. Yeah. I was. I was. I was trying to watch uh, the USA play Australia in the semifinals and uh, basketball. Basketball. Yeah. And I spent like. 20 minutes like flipping channels and then like googling like how am I supposed to watch this and it's a semi-final game of the U.S.'s most like I would argue the U.S. men's basketball team is the most iconic Olympic representation of America yeah maybe Michael Phelps but like the dream team like hello and 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 the fact that I couldn't even watch them. I had to like, you would have to buy Peacock or something to watch. Yeah. Like, it's like, fuck that, dude. I'm not I mean, going to do that. Kevin Durant is probably the most famous person in the Olympics. It's ridiculous. And you can't even, you can't even watch them. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And before we go to break, uh, one last thing. I finally went to the movies. First oh, time that's right. Cove, I went, I saw Zola. I fucking loved it. It was crazy. It's like, uh, basically, it's based off of one of the first ever like Twitter threads, and um, oh yeah, it's, I was showing you that that that's that right. Link. That's right. And basically, um, it was really cool. One thing that I really liked is whenever they used an actual quote from one of the tweets, you subtly in the background just heard that Twitter bird go, and that's then so cool. It was so dope because I was just like, I didn't even know that. I didn't know it was based off a thread. And then afterwards, I, I was like, Leah told me it was based off a Twitter thread, and I was like. Oh, was that why those birds were happening? The words was that just like when they used dialogue from the thread? Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Oh, I don't really know." And then she was reading about it. And she goes, "Yeah, actually, that's what it was." It's like that's amazing that it was intuitive like that. That's good filmmaking. Yeah, absolutely. It's intuitive that you knew what that meant. Yeah, without being like over the top, without yeah. being too in your face about it. Great movie. I love it's, it. It's six six point one out of ten. Oh, oh yeah. We we talked about your your rating, yeah. your scale rating, bell, bell curve. Bell curve. If you get above a five, that's good. But uh, Terminator that got a six point two, right? Terminator got six point one as well. Oh, so it's well. the same. Okay. Yeah, so they're basically the same movie. Terminator Zola, same difference. <laughs> Gonna go see Pig tonight. Pig Nic- with Nicholas Cage. Cage. That's right. I I actually haven't seen anything about it, but you know it's Nicholas Cage and something. What he gets his pig stolen? I don't know a single thing about it. Okay, but that's how I like to go into movies. Um, if you guys heard that, the air just shut off, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh-oh. Why don't we take a break and figure it out? Oh, we'll come God. Right back. Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code SIZZLE. Welcome back, Sizzlers. We have the AC working again, which is great because I was really sweating. I had to go get a, a seltzer to cool me off. You had to get a seltzer. It was crazy, dude. The like again, your computer was covered in a trash bag. The mic, <laughs> the mic broke because it got all wet. It was insane over there. Yeah, it's it's a bad time. Um, what kind of seltzer did you get? 
I got a uh, raspberry white claw. Mm. Do you say raspberry? Raspberry. Raspberry. Yeah, let's take a pause in the middle too. Raspberry. Well, some, some people say raz. I say rasp. Berry. Raspberry. It's a good, no, the pause. Rasp. Ras. No, rasp. No, fuck. Not like that. <laughs> Raspberry. Raspberry. Right? I love it. Um, I actually was wondering about White Claws. So, all right. Everyone has a seltzer now, right? Yeah. But earlier, like before we started recording, you said, man, you know, lime is usually a pretty bad flavor. Like White Claw are the only ones who nailed the lime. Yeah. And I was thinking, I feel like White Claw nailed the whole formula like pretty much straight up. Oh, yeah. And I have a feeling that if they had fucked up their recipe a little bit and it was like any other seltzer, I don't think there would have been that sort of seltzer revolution that summer. I don't think it would have happened. I think people would have just been like, "Eh, yeah, they're okay. They're not that good. But these are actually good. And therefore, it took off. I kind of agree because I don't think that White Claw was the first alcoholic seltzer. It definitely was not. It's just the first one to do it right and it, to, to be refreshing because like there's something about most of the other ones especially the craft beer ones or yeah. cra- like craft companies yeah, yeah. it's just very malty yeah, like it, yeah. there's something there's an aftertaste it just it sits a little bit heavier this is the first one that's like i don't know i'm mean, just bro down with the seltzer dude i remember when we were spring chickens in the uh the old days right before you know the sizzle reel really took off <laughs> and we were the for the first ones we were talking about uh different seltzers a lot we're yeah. talking about the two robbers and two all robbers that. well and i, I got, mean we, we had a two robbers yesterday a little pineapple ginger i still want that. I, I still want that um that sponsorship i should just email them at this point Be like, hey we've we've almost broke off a half century worth of episodes that's true do you want to just send us a pack of seltzers and we'll talk about you? Yeah. Do you, you know? also want us to edit your videos for you for money? <laughs> I don't know if they have videos. I have no idea. I don't think they have videos. <laughs> well, maybe they maybe they need videos. <laughs> okay. They just don't know it yet. Okay, I'll try to sell them on that. Um, all right, we're we're in part two. Part two. Part two. Part two of two. What we've been doing, no, we've been experimenting with the format. One time we had three seconds. We had three. It was on wild because yeah. I because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, but. I think one thing we've been doing a lot is, well, I can't speak for you. I don't want to put you under the bus, so to speak. But for me, I have to throw you under the bus. Don't don't place you. I don't want to gently place you under a moving bus. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I was uh, thinking, you know, I get really excited when we get the voicemails. So I've just been like using all of them up top right away. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I should play the small ones up top and then at the second segment play the ones that are more in depth and have a question and maybe we could lead to some dialogue right i, I like that so i think without any further ado i'm gonna play one from our number one caller he he actually added this is a real cold line to his uh to his address book on I his respect phone that so it's on, much. on speed dial <laughs> the cold line is on speed dial here we go hey this is Evan again I have uh, been delivering spots for broadcast and uh, specifically broadcast abroad. And I don't know if you guys have ever been through this process, but uh, it could be a pain in the ass because of legal lines, you know, all this legal text that's on the bottom of the screen. Now, in the United States, there is zero guidance, zero regulation on how long those need to be on or how big they need to be on. So it's the wild west and people make them as small as they possibly can. And they're basically pointless. But in the U.K. and Australia, 
they need to be a certain line height and they need to be on screen for a certain amount of time per word. And that totally fucks up the commercial because they don't plan for the legal to be taking up the bottom third of the screen and it becomes a giant clusterfuck. And I just hate the shit that's always tacked on at the end, like, like some lawyer. It just ruined, I just, I don't know. Do you guys feel like we should have standards for legal in the United States, like consumer protection in that way? Are you happy the way it is? Ed, have you guys done this before? Does it annoy you? Discuss. Um, I mean, before I get to that, I want to say that Google Voice, it automatically, like, transcribes what they say. Yeah. And when he said clusterfuck, it wrote clusterfuck, but it wrote it K-L-U-S-T-E-R-F-U-K. I, <laughs> what? It's like some German word? Clusterfuck? Clusterfuck. Uh, he said... Uh, he said, do you think that there should be like a standardized legal procedure? You know, I, I kind of look at this one from two different angles, I guess. As an editor, I don't want to have to deal with that shit because it's annoying. But, you know, we are we we're a, a communist podcast more it's or true. less like yeah, we're we're, we're right there we're we're not communist we're anti-capitalist. That's that's very yeah, that's it's, true. it's a more apt description. Yeah. And I think consumer protection is so important and I hate I hate any any form of false or even slightly misleading advertising which you know the industry I'm in big conflict of interest but I I mean yeah those legal disclaimers should be on there and they should have some sort of requirements and it should be like standardized so that everyone when they're shooting when they're editing like when when they're writing it and producing it they should know what needs to be where, and they should account for that on the shoot. I think that the standard should be, um, it, there should be a standard, and I think that it should be very easy to understand. It should either be something that's like just super cut and dry, like it has to be on there the entire commercial, yeah, or every commercial needs to have three seconds at the end where all the disclaimers are up or something like that. Yeah, you know how like radio spots do it. All radio spots have. Yeah, right that. at the very end. Yeah. And they, they say it at like double speed. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's funny that he says that it, it's like the legal Wild West out here because it, it really is. I mean, yeah, sometimes, you know, I guess certain agencies will just get cheeky and they like even throw like little jokes in the in the fine print. I don't know if you ever read it, but there'll be some like, for example, someone will be like wearing, I don't know, um, a fucking like like hammer pants right mm -hmm. and and like the the legal text will say something like uh please don't wear hammer pants hammer pants aren't cool or something like yeah, that and yeah. you're just like why why are you making this is such a stupid like use of this area like don't don't do that or like the big not a real emu or something like <laughs> yeah. that and you're like what <laughs> is happening like that that that's part of the no guidance thing right it's like other countries it's like hey this is strictly just for legal purposes. Don't use this as jokes. See, I'm like, I'm personally okay with it being used as jokes. Like they don't always land and they're kind of cheesy, but I, I do think they should have the freedom to kind of mock it to, you know, be a parody of it. Cause I mean, it does draw your attention to the, to that bottom. And you know, that's, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. For the, for the ones where there's actual legal stuff on there, it'll, you know, you'll actually read it. It's, it's so frustrating though, because it is almost impossible to read. It's like, yeah. it'll be a white text on a, on a light gray background, shit like that. I don't I, know. Also, but I think most of the time it's like, it's not even meant to read. It's just there to like cover their ass. You know what I mean? I know, and but how, how often is it stuff that really affects the consumer? I don't know. Like Verizon commercials, shit like that. 
anytime they're running a deal, they always have fine print on the bottom and that fine print probably actually matters. That That's probably directly affects the consumer and they can get tricked into deals that they don't realize, you know, the stipulations for it. And it, it, it's, seems too good to be true because it is actually too good to be true. Yeah. I didn't think about it from a perspective of like, uh, certain deals. I was just like thinking of brand awareness and yeah. I was like, I was thinking like legal stuff, you know, like, uh, um, like, like when Reese's is like, this orange is a Reese's trademark, this color orange. <laughs> I cannot believe trademark. that. That's absurd. That was the other day I, I got a pack of Reese's and I, I flipped it over and on the back it said, this shade of orange is a, like, is Reese's trademark material or something mm -hmm. like that. I was like, really? That's really? so lame. I'm about to fucking paint. Like you I'm, invented colors. I'm about to paint this wall, that shade of orange, just to like. It would, it would just like, it would clash with everything, but I'm doing it as an anti-capitalist. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should trademark measure. proletariat pink. Pantone 230C, off limits, everyone, yeah. off limits. You yeah, cannot no, use it. No one can use this color I Googled. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered this. No one else can discover it. All right. You know, we, we do have some, like, we'll work on some projects that have legal disclaimers at the end, but I think that's, for, I mean, for us in America, it's, it's determined by that company's legal staff so much of it too though is that we i mean yes that is correct legal departments are they vary so much from company to company yeah we have i mean i'll just i mean i'll just fucking say it when i worked on open late for complex mm -hmm. i think i told this before on the oh pod, yeah yeah the records yeah we would have like an artist come on and they would want to talk about they, they would talk about a record that they made and we would Put a shot of it up on the screen, like a picture of the PNG. Yep. And the legal department would go, we don't have the rights to use that. And it's like, the artist is on the show talking about this record. What do you so mean we silly. don't have the rights to use that? Right. But that's like the extreme part of it where they're like covering, covering their asses. Like, we're not going to let anything through because I don't want to get fired. Whatever. Right. But then there's the other side of it where with shit like game day where they're like, Oh, well, technically, you know, it's a highlight. Let's just use it. And then uh, yeah, hopefully it doesn't get flagged. Or it's whatever. fair use. I think it's fair use as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm on board with it. Well, I, I actually do genuinely think that it's fair use because like I think part of that law is that you need to be like edit edit editorializing it in some way yeah. or like examining it in some way. Like it, you can't just be presenting it the way it is. And that's not what we do. We don't present it the way it is. We alter the shit out of it and also like put VO over it. And it's not like it's like wall to wall highlights for five minutes. Like we're actually affecting them and doing things. Exactly. We're, we're, you know, and presenting like an argument. So, exactly. You know, I don't know. Um, but the, here's the difference. This is what I was going to say is that like we work on a lot of social shit. So combining the fact True. that the legal climate when it comes to content in the U S is so loosey goosey, um, combine that with the fact that the idea of what, content is on social is so loosey-goosey as well it's like legal i don't we don't we don't put legal shit on anything yeah that's that's one area where i actually don't know how i feel like if i'm being advertised to on instagram or tiktok you know part of me thinks that there should be a standard and there should be some sort of legal disclaimer on there but also those screens are already so crowded you're already yeah. going from a 16 by 9 to a 1 by 1 or a 9 by 16 even and then half the time they want you to put uh like what are they called uh captions on it yep and then you're yep. like all right cool so this has captions and a lower third and and, <laughs> and it's and it's got the 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 user interface of the app itself right. all over and you have so much to account for that you literally have like 
maybe 30% of, of the screen real estate, you can actually show your subject in. And yeah. like, I mean, when someone's shooting that, they typically don't have that in mind, which is hell no, of course not. It's they so have, frustrating. They have, well, it, I'm not even mad at them because their thought is like, how do I get the best shot? I can't. Yeah. You know, and that's how it goes. I, I don't know. I'm not mad at that. I think that maybe one, you know, uh, technique would be to put the legal disclaimer in the copy like like in the in the text yeah. like on the cat like you know if it's on instagram you write it in the caption that'd or, be cool i i think that's maybe a technique that people might use i know that you know like if they do a drinking related thing it always says like only must be 21 or whatever and they mm-hmm. always they have to put that in like the the I, captions i think stuff. i'd even be be okay with like just a, one small caption at the bottom that says legal disclaimer in comments and the comment is pinned at the very top like yeah even that would be okay with me yeah as long as long as the consumer has easy access to that information i bet you that's totally reasonable as well i think like if you did that like a lot of legal departments would say cool that works yeah you like all you're saying is like here's where it is Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know i i we don't i feel like we don't have to interact with legal departments that much, which is nice. We're yeah. always insulated from that. Yeah. Um, but I had to take a legal class, uh, like a law telecom law class in college and I got a D. So, wow. Yeah. I barely passed. I got a 60. Oh, that, but that was like at the very, very end of college for you, right? Where you last. were like just coasting. Yeah. Taking I mean, mad GBs to the I, face. I, to the dome. I think I started coasting, uh, like that first summer I got there. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, John Stefan is introducing me to GBs and the saxophone. Tight. <laughs> I'm coasting. <laughs> um shout out John Stefan. Damn. That's memories. Oh, man. Um, Chris, let's uh that's it. I think we'll just cut this second segment a little short. I don't think that oh, the we went long at the beginning. We went a little long at the beginning. The second segment, you know, we can only talk so much about legal stuff without getting repetitive. Yo, Evan, thank you for, for calling in and giving us another topic. I, I encourage everyone else to call in and I mean a topic like that is perfect. Just small stuff like that. Yeah. Call in 332-333-4361. Leave us something like that. Uh, or if you know if you run an Italian restaurant and you you only, <laughs> only make eggs, eggs, yeah, give us a call. T- tell us about it. I want to know. I want to go to Joey Spumoni's restaurant. Oh, and, I'd uh, love if to. We could go. Maybe we can. Maybe maybe he next time he hits us up, maybe he'll offer us a little you know free meal or something. I mean, yeah, we're, do, we're, we're doing work on our podcast. We're giving out red lobster meals. We're giving out key lime pie and mini golf to that's Evan. True. We're, we're doing a lot of stuff for the community. I mean, if the eggs are really good, maybe we'll ad- we'll have them advertise or we'll advertise for them on the podcast. You know, give us some free eggs. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll shell for you. <laughs> to, oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> to, to completely break the fourth wall. I actually know Joyce Simone and uh, what I, I know. Damn. Okay. If you don't want your sense of illusion broken, please skip 30, hit the, hit the plus 30 seconds button. Um, I know who that was and they have chickens and their chickens lay the best eggs. Those things. You ever had a farm fresh egg? Uh, you, you tried yeah, those yeah. eggs. You tried those eggs upstate. Oh yeah, I They're did. I did. They were bomb. Dank as they hell. They were bomb. You got the orange yolks. You know what I'm oh, saying? I love that shit. Man, Carthage has those good eggs too. Carthage has great eggs, actually. Yeah, and if you're in the neighborhood, if you're in Carthage, if you go to Carthage, must be destroyed. Come knock on our window, say hello. We'll wave. Um, we'll we'll wave. I might send Chris up there to to sit, talk to you or something. I'll wear a mask. Um, last thing, if you're on Reddit. The Sizzle Real Gang is now on Reddit. Big facts. Yeah, we have a username. It's Sizzle Real Gang. So if you find us, 
you know, send us a DM or something. We like to hang out on the r slash editors forum. Yeah, I've, I went ahead and was like, you know what? We need to get some organic reach going. So we've got a goal that we try to hit of 10 comments a week. I think that's fair. I think we're we're doing a pretty good job. We're no Bob Zellin, but we'll yeah, get there. No, we'll never be a Bob Zellin. But Bob Zellin will never have a funny podcast like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is funny. We should have not. him on. I would love that. Maybe I'll hit him up. All right. Yeah, all right. We'll we'll see what's up. Maybe I can post a thing there and say like, "Hey, does anyone want to come on the podcast?" That's probably not a good thing to post. I don't know. Whatever. It's that's what I was getting my head with Reddit because I like write something and I'm like, ah, no one needs to read this. You, you never know. You never know. We could find someone. Um, one last time, three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. Instagram and Twitter at Sizzle Real Gang. Gmail Sizzle Real Gang at Gmail dot com. Still have never gotten an email by the yeah, way. Yeah, come on, send us an email, guys, please. Uh, TikTok Shishkin Productions and and the very last thing if you want that bonus content five dollars a month patreon the patreon uh, i think it's shishkin productions on patreon you'll get that hot dog noodle bake recipe hot dog noodle bake recipe and uh in two weeks we got our uh patreoni happy hour coming up we do i we we do the first one was successful and second one's going to be even more successful yep all right guys thank you for listening and we will catch you next time bye see ya see ya Hey, Lexi, let me ask you. Mm. You make a mean cocktail or no? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua and it was way too sweet and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Bar, man. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Bar, man. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Bar, man. Yeah, Wandering Bar, man. Shishkin Productions Podcast.